radio show brought to you by womenaboutbiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. Happy Valentine's Day to you. If no one's told you yet today, I love you. That's right. I am so passionate about helping you and all business women to start and grow their businesses, to achieve and uh, their goals and make sure that you are able to live the life that you want, right? It's nothing like creating a business. It's nothing like being your own boss, and it's nothing like being proud of your own self for really seeing your business do well. And that is what Successful Woman Radio is all about. You know, we want to make sure that you have resources, that you have tools, that you are kept in the know on on various types of information like social media, networking, and, you know, how to get things done in a faster pace, you know, how to be the boss. So again, welcome, welcome. So glad that all of you are here. And today's show is definitely going to be a good Now, as many of you know, our theme this month of February 2022 is how to get out of your own way. Now, this is still pretty new in the year, right, this time frame. And so as we embrace the new year, set our goals, strive to be the best leaders for our business, there is one thing we have to do that's more important than anything else. Yep, yep, you got it. Get out of our own way. You know, reading books and and how-to books and, and taking courses on how to do something, all of that is fantastic. But sometimes when you want to shorten your learning curve and you want to push things faster, you have to really face the mirror and say, can this be delegated? Can I do something like create a team of people that can help me to get all of these things done? And so again, the important thing about being a leader in your business, not a, not someone that is in the labor role, but someone that's in that entrepreneur visionary role, is that it's important for you to master the skill of delegation, master the skill of leadership, and getting clear on your priorities and having your mind focused on the things that are going to help your business to grow and generate the income that you desire. And so here today on Successful Woman Radio. That is what we are going to be dealing with. And we got some other good things for you coming up as well. Um, our lineup today includes the five new questions of business leadership. Um, I'm very, very excited about these questions. I've had a lot of business women to tell me that they really are asking themselves uh, these questions and they are seeing results already in their business, which I think is fabulous. We have a book excerpt again. I wasn't able to read a book at SERP on last week. Um, so I am reading it today, The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Bouchard. For those of you who are following along with the book, page 119, Defeating Our Demons, I'll be reading that. And then I'm going to be talking to you about, you know, again, following up and following through because it is so important to have a follow-up system that is consistent, a follow-up system that is not only following up, but it's following through. It's it's reminding us to continue to stay the course um, with 
our prospects with, with the client until the end result is achieved, which is so very, very important. I've got a good, good topic for us today on uh, keeping in with our theme, you know, how to get out of your own way. And this topic is something that was posed to me a very long time ago, and I had to really, you know, woman up and realize that I was actually doing this very thing. So I'm going to be posing a question today to you uh, as we discuss this topic, and that is, are you babying your business? Again, are you babying your business? This is going to uh, be kind of like our subtopic to how to get out of your own way, and we're going to talk about what does that actually mean to baby something, right? And so what we're going to do is we're going to be taking a parallel look of just like when a woman has a baby and the baby is growing up and the things she does to protect the baby and that nurturing and that doing things for the baby instead of letting the baby learn and grow. And so we're going to be paralleling that uh, and likening that to a business because guess what? Yep, you got it. We take that very same nurturing concept right into our business sometimes, and we don't let our business grow up. So we're going to be talking about that later on in the show today. Are you babying your business? This is such a great time right now for you to flash over on another line, get another businesswoman to tune into the show today. It's going to provide her with some information that she's going to be able to put to use right away, right, in her business. And so just flash over on another line and get her on. And if you have a pen in hand, here's the phone number, 347-637-2589. Again, 347-637-2589, which is so very, very important. So we are once again going to be resetting and starting the I Am Worthy Challenge. Now, for anybody who has been in the I Am Worthy Challenge, you know that we really dig deep and we really talk about some things that we don't always look at as businesswomen. And so if you registered for the I Am Worthy Challenge, but you didn't get the chance to really participate, or if you feel like you want to go another round, uh, or if you want to share the I Am Worthy Challenge with other businesswomen because you think that they uh, would be interested in it, please make sure that you do. For them to register, all you need to do is go to the womenaboutbiz.net. That's biz, B-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net. And once you get there on the main page, you will scroll right up under my welcome there, and you will see I Am Worthy five-day challenge, and then you will be able to go ahead and register for the next one, which starts on Monday, February 21st. So that's next Monday through Friday, February 25th. Now, again, as a participant, you're going to receive that daily coaching audio, daily challenge instructions via email. Um, you get the I Am Worthy Journal Workbook. You get that that clarity that you need. I'm going to show you how to get there, you know, and process your goals. Um, so again, I want you guys to definitely register for the I Am Worthy Challenge. Now, one thing I do want to say, and this is very, very important, something that I'm observing, something that I am learning. So the I Am Worthy Challenge really is all about self-belief, right? It's about self-worth, self-value. It's about really 
digging beneath the surface and becoming the person who you say you are. It is about not needing validation from any outside source other than yourself and God that you have the abilities and the power to do anything that you put your mindset to, right? That is so very, very important. And it is such a passion of mine to see and help women to increase their faith to increase their belief, to make some things happen for themselves. And I am just so passionate about it, but it's the one thing that the one thing that I do understand, and I have to tell myself this all the time, is that, you know, Trina, you can tell these women all day long how you are achieving your success through the power of belief. You can tell these women all day long and give them a workbook and give them everything that you feel uh, that you have of yourself, but you can take them to the well, but you can't make them drink the water, right? Listen up, ladies, and this is very, very important because I love you. I really do, and I, I really want to see you do very, very well, but here's the thing. The thing is, is that nobody can make you believe in yourself up to the level that's going to push you to take action on the things that you need to do. Nobody can. Nobody can. Even God himself has given us the authority to manage our own life, and he has given, he has given us the greatest gift of all, which is the gift of choice. It is our choice. It is your choice. You know, I had someone this past weekend to ask me, Trina, I know you share a lot of the things you've been through and a lot of the things that you have done to be successful, but come on, there's got to be, you know, did somebody, you know, did you end up getting a business loan? Did you end up, I said, look, no, I started from ground zero. Ground zero means no, I didn't have um, all of this money. I didn't have, I just believed in myself. And as I grew and learned more, I applied it. And I corrected a lot of things in myself that I knew were hurting me, right? Things such as procrastination. I was the queen of procrastination because I had fear, too worried about what everybody else was going to think about. I was always that person that, you know, I would come up with this great idea and then I would be knocking it down in my mind as soon as I come up with it. You know, oh, I should do a conference. Nah, because this company's already doing it. This person's already, nah, that may not. You know, it was like I had to get out of my way. I had to get out of my own head and I had to start, start really becoming who I wanted to be. And one day I had, I I just made this decision because I was tired of being freaking tired, right? I was just tired of being tired. And I said, you know what? I, I've got to do something here because uh, the problem is not with everybody else. The problem is that I don't have enough money. The problem is not that I don't have the resources, even though uh, they are not there. You know, there's a lot of valid reasons. But at the end of the day, it's only one person that I see staring back at me in my mirror, and that is me. I've got to do something about it because I'm not getting the results that I want to get, right? Right? 
So that's when I started my path, my journey of writing down what do I think is going on with me? What do I think is wrong? Why do I feel that I am so worried about what everybody else is thinking? Is it that I'm not confident in my own abilities, confident in myself? What do I think the key is? What's the problem here, right? And as I began to go on that journey and take that path and start writing down what what I felt were some of the issues that were holding me back, I realized that, wow, I'm just not believing in myself like I need to. Wow, I, I'm, not, I'm not taking action like I need to. Uh, wow, you know, I have some issues that I've got in childhood, had in childhood, that I need to go dig on and, and work through that in order to make some things happen. And so I say this to you with all of the love in my heart, ladies. I, I, I want you guys to really get this and to really understand it. You need to get yourself a dose of unshakable faith, a level of belief so deeply rooted within you that it compels you to take swift and immediate action. Now, how do you get that? How do you get unshakable faith? It starts with a... Um, a commitment from you to say to yourself, girl, no matter how much you want to sit here and procrastinate and look at this TV, girl, no matter how much you want to move on to to doing something else when you know what you need to be doing, you are going to make a total commitment to yourself that I am going to, to will myself to do the right thing for my business. I am going to focus on this. I am going to schedule this, and then I'm going to get someone to hold my hand because I, I may need somebody to hold my hand along the way, right? I think that's so very, very important. I think as women, we have this tendency to just always be in this multitasking mode of thinking that we can do everything ourselves. But girl, listen, listen up, honey. You can get a book all you want to teach you how to do a website, but that doesn't mean you should do it. You can get a book all day long um, that's going to tell you, you know, how to write a book, but that doesn't mean that you don't need help to get someone to help you ghostwriter, to get someone to help you get started and create a better outline. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you should be designing your own book cover or it doesn't mean that you should be, you know, starting your own Amazon um, KDP account and pushing up your book to Amazon. If you don't know how to do it, if these are things you don't know how to do it, if you're not tech savvy, look, cut it out. Cut it out and understand this. Mark my words. What's going to make you successful in business and generate and put money in your pocket is that you are going to start learning how to let go. Now, we're going to be talking about this a little bit later on as I pose the question, are you babying your business? But I just had to, you know, the spirit within me just had to bring it out to you right now. A lot of women are not believing in themselves. And so you listen to valuable, valid information that's telling you how, but somehow because what you're listening to is telling you that it's you, that you're the, the culprit of the issue and that there are some things that you need to work out, well, you have a tendency to overlook that and do nothing. You'll just say, hey, what Coach Trina just gave me, this information she talked about, it sounds really good. It sounds all right in theory, but 
I don't know if that's my issue. I don't know. She's saying belief, but, you know, that can't be the thing to making your business successful. That just can't be it. But here I'm trying to tell you, belief to the level that I'm talking about, where it causes you to take that swift and immediate action, will turn into taking your vision from your spiritual realm to your physical realm, writing it down on paper, planning it out, which, which begins the point of manifestation, right? And then it will take you to a whole nother level, okay, when you start believing in yourself. Because I know by people's actions whether or not they are getting it, whether or not they are having the aha moment. And while being a coach sometimes, I have a tendency to take ownership of why somebody isn't getting it. I can't take ownership on this one thing. I cannot take ownership on belief. I can't take ownership on making you be successful in your business. You've got to do it yourself. It is time to put on your big girl panties. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm fussing at you, but I am. Okay, I am. I really am. Because I want all of you to understand that this is February. And we've got to really make some changes and make some things move if we are going to see income being generated. That's so very, very important. And I just had to tell you like it is. I just had to tell you the truth, right? Uh, I see a lot of people have even clicked off. Uh, maybe it's cutting them, but you know, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it moving forward. Uh, I know when I see 20 or 30 people cut off, they don't want to hear it. It's, it's getting them. It's bothering them. Those of you who are staying on, I am so very, very glad because I'm telling you how you can tap into your supernatural powers and become a very successful leading woman who is not only successful from blessing the lives of other people, but successful financially, you're successful mentally, physically, in every other way. And that answer is to get yourself that dose of unshakable faith. It's the action. It's the commitment to acting on it. Even when you don't feel that you believe, taking the action will convict you in your belief. Do you understand what I'm saying? Taking that action is going to convict you in your own belief. So very, very important. We're going to move on, and I've got some great things in store for you on today's show um, because I'm going to go right into the book excerpt, uh, The Motivation Manifesto, because really, uh, Brendan Bouchard is going to just really back up what I am saying in, in reference to the, the answer to being successful in your business is you. This is why I believe in personal branding so much, because at the end of the day, nobody can compete with you because you are who you are. You have your own success DNA, right? You, don't, you may have somebody that resembles you, but they're not exactly you, right? Nobody has your fingerprint. Nobody has your heart print. Nobody has your breathing pattern. Nobody has your ocular eye print. You are a very unique individual, beautifully made to be wildly successful. Yes, you were, and it's time for you to claim it. Now, I think what I'm getting ready to read to you may resonate and bring it home. Now, in his book, The, Man of, uh, the Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard, nine 
declarations to claim your personal power, the author says on page 119, we shall defeat our demons. He says a person who doubts himself is like a man who would enlist in the ranks of his enemies and bear arms against himself. As we gain greater presence and purpose in our life, he says, we become more attuned to our vitality and strength. We also, though, become more aware of the profound ways in which we limit ourselves. We come to realize that our thoughts more so than our circumstances sabotage our freedom and success. We are the ones who allow our insecurities and our fears to grow in the tidal waves of worry that wash our dreams away. We are the ones who constantly delay our own progress, quitting just as the hour demands courageous action. We are the ones separating ourselves from others so that we need and risk real connection or so that we can feel better than them. None of us wants to look in the mirror and realize that the person looking back is the cause of such frustration. We would rather smile at the reflection and be proud of its courage. We want to see ourselves as free and motivated masters of our lives, yet A quick glance into our own teared eyes often reveals a knowledge that we are standing in our own way. Too often we find ourselves muttering at the mirror, you again? Why can't you get your act together and go for what you truly desire? Why aren't you taking more risks? speaking up more, being more consistent, connecting better with people? These are difficult days when we realize our internal demons are beating us. Those days must come to an end now, right? The author goes on to say, greatness belongs to those who have mastered their internal world. We are all plagued by doubt, but the great nevertheless find faith and begin. We all feel like delaying action, but the great march on. We all want to avoid vulnerability or act superior over others from time to time, but the great consistently demonstrate openness, humility, and love. These few are not lucky. They are simply more intentional and more practiced at defeating their internal demons. That is why they have so much vitality, motivation, and confidence. Enlightenment comes to those who free themselves from self-oppression. Let us choose to make that our aim and once and for all root out that which holds us back in life. We deserve to be free from all stirrings within us that compromise our magnificence. For this, let us declare we shall defeat our demons. It is impossible to fight an unknown enemy, so let us first give our challenger a name. As it stands in the way of our own will to advance in life, we shall name it defiance. To dramatize its effect in our battle against it, we will also give it a shape, a form that we can visualize and seek to destroy. Imagine defiance as an ugly three-headed serpent that stirs deep in our gut whenever we want to take a risk. When this brute squirms, we feel anxiety in our stomachs, that awful sense that we are not enough or things might turn out terribly. Its movements make us worry ourselves sick. It makes us feel so weak and distrustful, the author says, that we stop taking action or connecting with others. It is the organism within that acts from our lowest impulses for self-protection. 
No one escapes life without fighting this beast, he says. The woman who never starts her own business because of constant terror is in its grasp. The poor fellow who starts and stops action all his life, never gaining real momentum towards his goals, is being wrecked by it. The egotistic egotistical business person who sees his teammates as idiots or competitors is seduced by it. Anytime we set higher ambition for ourselves, this nasty beast gnaws at us from within, tearing at our confidence and consuming us from the inside out, leaving us fearless and gutless. Where did defiance come from and how did it gain its power? Well, the author says, It grew from the seeds of fear fed to us by the tyrants of the world, the cautioners who taught us to favor doubt over faith, the apathetic followers who showed us to favor delay over action, the cruel who fooled us into choosing artificiality and social withdrawal over authenticity and the desire to approach. In the end, they were the one and the same fear mongers, all tyrants who sowed the seeds of dread deep within us at an early stage. The negative thoughts they planted in our heads fed with the beast within, and now it grows in power whenever we hear ourselves think, I'm not good enough. I better stop doing what I love because I'm scared. I'm not worthy of trust and respect, and neither are others. The bullies of the world may have given us these thoughts, but it was our own failure to discontinue them that birthed the internal struggle we face today. With our own weakness and inattention, we have given defiance its own power. Wow. Now that is amazing, right? That is amazing. He says, the precise moments when doubt begins to prevail in our lives are predictable. They happen when our doubting thoughts turn to real words. The moment begins when we begin asking, what if? There's that doggone two-worded sword, what if? What if it doesn't work out? What if I can't handle it? What if I'm not good enough? What if they don't like me? What if I lose? What if I can't turn back? What if they take advantage of me? These are the questions of the mind poisoned by doubt, not of our highest self. He says, faith is a deep conviction, a global trust and confidence in our beliefs about what is true. The conviction comes from choice. We choose to believe something and hold on to that belief tightly, even in the face of so many unknowns. We have faith when we can endure sadness or suffering or loss and keep our wits about ourselves, knowing that eventually these things shall pass and good things will return. He says we have faith when we believe in our capabilities to succeed. This belief needn't be overestimations of our current skill or strength. Instead, the most powerful faith in the world is the humble variety that says, I believe in my ability to learn and figure out things with enough focus, time, and effort, dedication. I believe I can learn to do what must be done and become who I must become to achieve my dreams. If we carry on with this kind of faith to learn and live into our potential, then doubt lies sweating on its deathbed. So tonight, he says, in the stillness and magic of the last two hours, let us grab our journals and write all the reasons we have to believe in ourselves and this world once 
more. Wow, isn't that powerful? Isn't that absolutely powerful? The book is The Motivation Manifesto. We've been covering it in January and we'll be ending with it in this month, February. Get yourself a copy of it. It's a powerful book. It's going to tell you the truth. I believe what he is saying. He wrote from a place of experience, from a place of authenticity. So very, very important. And so, again, uh, I am just so passionate about helping all of you, all of you, to become the business women, the boss ladies, the, ge- the income-generating women that you want to become. Ladies, we're going to go ahead right now and move right on into the five questions of leadership. These questions were designed to help you to hone your leadership skills and to remind you of what's important in business. Here's question number one. What's your functionality today? Are you a procrastinator or an action taker? Which one will it be? Here's number two. Are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? Have you been doing a cash flow? Do you have a bookkeeping system? Are you keeping your eyes on generating the income that you desire? You know, here's some Uh, some symptoms of the fact that you may not be on the right path, okay? Um, You're not having any phone calls. You're not getting anybody opting into your page. You don't have any money that's being generated or was generated last week. You're, You're busy all the time, but you're just not seeing the income derived from it, right, from all of the busyness. This is when you know that you really have to have a paradigm shift and you've got to get your mind focused on the three most important things to any business owner, which is marketing, generating leads, and closing the sale. Those three things are very important. So as you look at question number two, again, are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? This is a very important question because you've got to allow the lack of funds to drive you to figure out what you are not doing. And then number three, it asks you a supportive question to number two, what offers do you need to create to reach your sales and profit goals? What offers do you need to create? What are you creating? And then number four, is your marketing strategy in place? There are four core areas that you need to take a look at um, in this day and and hour about marketing. And you need to look at social media, advertisement online, email sequences, and videos, right? Last week, I mentioned to you that video is really taking over as the prime in communication. It is very important, but we can't forget that email is still number one when it comes to communications. Yes, it is. And so, again, it's the Four of those working together synergistically, social media, advertising online, email sequences, and videos, once, of course, you're clear on your primary target, right? It's those four things working together that are going to help you to really start getting people interested in what you have to offer. And then number five, on a scale of one to ten, What's your belief level? Remember, your belief level is tied directly to your action. So if you're not taking action, you should see goals. If you are taking actions, you should see goals being accomplished to do items marked complete on your checklist and money coming in. If you're not taking an action or not taking the right kind of action, you're going to hear a pin drop right? It's going to get dead silent, and you're just not going to see a lot of activity coming in. These are questions 
All of these questions, these five questions of leadership, are yours to ask yourself as often as you need to in order for you to hone your leadership skills and to take your business to the next level. Hold on for a minute. I feel my voice giving out today. Okay. I had to take a few sips of water there and hydrate myself. Okay. So I see that we have a packed board. We have a capacity of about 150. The board is very packed. I'm getting a, a, a chat, people saying they can't get on. Keep in mind, anytime you can't get on, you can always go on any smart device, go on the internet and listen. And the address on the internet is blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio. Just a quick reminder, I mentioned it earlier in the show, but if you haven't already, the I Am Worthy Challenge Reset is starting again back on February 21st, Monday. So if you have friends that you'd like to get in on this challenge, definitely have them go to Women About Biz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net, that's our main website, and have them uh, right from the homepage to click on the I Am Worthy Challenge and get registered, okay? So very, very important, okay? Um, a couple of other things I want to let you guys know is that we are going to be having a couple more guests on the show. Uh, we're going to be having Yvonne Abraham on the show, who is uh, a technology expert, and she's going to be talking to us from a technology perspective on what some of the things are that we need to be doing. We're also going to have powerhouse uh, uh, Kenyatta McKinnon, who is going to be coming on the show. Uh, she has blessed my life so much, a wonderful woman. Uh, she's going to be coming on the show, and she is going to be talking about the safety of women and how we need to be paying attention to our surroundings, our environments, um, and what we can do. Um, so again, we, we've we got some great people lined up to come on Successful Woman Radio, um, and I'm very, very excited to be featuring some of the top business women out there. So uh, if you are indeed in a particular topic, you just wrote a book that you think would be very inspiring to our listening audience, relevant to business or relevant to women, um, then definitely, you know, drop me a line. You can email me directly, tnewbie, N-E-W-B-Y, tnewbie, at womenaboutbiz.net. And again, that's womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra.net. You can um, connect with me in the subject line, put interested in speaking on Successful Woman Radio or something like that. So it kind of flags it out to me. And I know when I can get that to my assistant, we can schedule a quick connection call and discuss that, okay? Um, it is 12.34 after the hour. We've got about, you know, 26 minutes left in the show. Don't hang up. Still enough time to flash over on another line. Hey, I wanted to quickly talk to you ladies about um, following up following through and remind you that in everything you do, there has to be a designed system, meaning you have to design a system that's going to to really help you to follow up and follow through with your customers, your clients, your prospects, right? So the first thing that needs to happen is that you really need to define what follow-up means for your particular business industry. I think that's so very important. Then you need to 
uh, create a follow-up system that is going to be complete with automated email sequences if necessary, um, you know, marketing messages, upsells if that's necessary, you know, do you have other products that you may want to upsell, you know, and even having yourself a phone script so you don't um, fumble, having yourself a phone script when you're talking to people uh, or communicating with people or a text script or an email script, right? So that's very, very important. Next thing I think is very, very key is don't forget that consistency is key in following up and following through. If people don't hear from you, if you promise to get something to someone and they didn't receive it or what have you, it's important to apologize and keep moving forward. You know, I am not a perfect person, and so that happens to me um, not often as it used to when I'm, you know, when I was a procrastinator, but it still happens, and I just have to be real and keep it real with the person and apologize and give them what I promise. The, the, the big thing is give the person what, they, what you promised them, so that's very, very important. But another thing that I realized in follow up and follow through is that sometimes we're not able to follow up properly because especially if you're a consultant or a service provider or a coach um, you know, anything like that, sometimes you don't have a client intake form or you haven't take, taken good enough notes to really know how to properly follow through with that person. And so then it's in your court, right? And so you have to remember in your follow-up process to create kind of like a client intake form or some type of intake form that you can have that reminds you of important things like, you know, asking the person what's the best way to communicate with you, you know, best time of day to call you, best time of day to email you. Those things are very, very key, you know. If a person tells you the best way to communicate with them is text, why do you keep emailing, right? And so these days you have to pay attention to a lot of things. You have to pay attention to a lot of things. Um, and I wanted to bring this up because I realized that sometimes your money is lost in the follow-up process. You're not following up. You may not even be following up on certain projects that you have. And so perhaps a project that you've been trying to get out for a long time, you put on the back burner and the money is in the project, but you can't make the money because you're, you're not finishing the project. And sometimes it's just one little tiny thing that you have to get done. So what I want you guys to remember is that I want you to, first of all, work on projects that are important to you. Because when something's really important to you, you're not going to let it fall by the wayside. You're going to take that action, and if you can't do everything, you're going to find someone that you can delegate to to help you with that particular project, right? That is so very, very important. So I want to remind you of that. The other thing I want to remind you of is that, yes, the Internet has become crowded. Do you guys remember when we um, – when we went through a period of time where we had so much junk mail in our physical mailbox that we just would stand at the trash can throwing away junk mail because it was so much junk mail. And then when the Internet came um, and really started uh, moving in the way that it was designed for, then we saw all of that information pour out in emails instead of the physical mail. So a lot of people don't get as much junk mail anymore. Well, that has opened up a space, and I'm telling you now to jump on it because the space may tighten up again. That has opened up a space 
for us to, again, start looking at the possibility of sending out physical mail, right? Remember postcards where um, just sending, sending a postcard that might be on bright colored paper like a lime green or a fuchsia pink or something like that to get the attention of the person? Those are working really well, again, from a marketing perspective. Right. And so I want you guys to be paying attention on ways that you can market uh, more organically when, um, you know, when the Internet seems to be getting filled with a lot these days. You know, sometimes you have to go back and look at some of the old ways that really work. So handwritten notes and cards, right? Sample of your products, free trials, right? Um, discount coupons in the mail, you know, sending sending um, a few PDF uh, printed pages, you know, um, to a select group of people. You know, that is very, very key. But the big thing is I think that the definitely the bright colored postcards, with reminding people, and this is really good when it comes to, hey, you know, visit this website, uh, get registered for this event, um, you know, here's your free coaching session, or here's your free massage, here's, you know, claim this now. And of course, if you're using coupons as special offers, don't forget to have a deadline date. You never have an open-ended anything in marketing. Marketing has to come with a deadline, right? That's very, very key. And again, don't forget to take detailed notes when you're talking um, to other individuals. And last but not least, as we look at following up and following through, you know, don't do all of this and then never ask for the business. Remember to ask for the business. All of the follow-up in the world won't help you, ladies, if you don't ask for the business. Now, while you shouldn't be pushy, you should simply ask, what can I do for you to become my client, a customer today? Question mark. They've got to answer, right? Absolutely. They're, most people are going to answer that. They're going to tell you, well, I didn't, I, 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 everything sounds good, but I didn't hear you say this or that, right? So then that allows you to come back, right? So, Benefits of practicing really good follow-up, of course, it increases your sales, it gains you new referrals, increases repeat business, opens the doors for opportunities, gives you the confidence and motivation to keep following up. And you never have to ask yourself that question, where would I be if I would have followed up with all of my leads? right? You never have to ask yourself that question because you have designed a really good follow-up. And in this day and time, there are automated processes that you can create that will really, really help you to follow up. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. So here we are, it's almost 12.45 before the hour, and we have come to a very important topic. Again, our theme all this month of February on Successful Woman Radio is how to get out of your own way. If you missed a previous show, then what you want to do is visit womenaboutbiz.com. Net, and then click on podcast in the top menu bar, uh, and you will be able to listen to the previous show. Or if you have uh, Apple Podcasts, you can look up Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, mark it as your favorite, and you'll get notification when the latest broadcast has been um, recorded and available. If you have Android, uh, then look up the app 
Stitcher, S-T-I-T, that's T as in Tom, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher, and then look up Successful Woman Radio, all separate words, and then mark it as your favorite. And again, either way, if you've got a smart device, you can, you know, pretty much find Successful Woman Radio in several places. So we're out there for you, ready to make it happen, help you to grow your business. So, okay. We are talking about a topic, a question, actually, that I want to pose to you, and then I want to qualify the question and share with you some symptoms to know whether or not you're babyfying, babying your business, right? Um, not babyfying, but babying. Oh, that's a, that's another possibility of that word, though, babyfying, right? Hmm, interesting. Okay, are you babying your business? This is important. This is very important. This question came about because it was posed and asked to me over 20 years ago when um, I was talking with a business consultant, and he, he kept trying to bring me back to look at what the problems were in the business itself. And and I kept saying, well, yeah, but the business isn't ready for that. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have money to do that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, maybe I'm not ready. And he kept looking at me, and he was saying, he's like, I have a question for you. Are you babying your business? And I was like, hmm, what are you talking about? So bear with me. Let me qualify that, right? Having a business for many women is like birthing a baby. You want to nurture it, hold it tight, and make sure it doesn't fall. So you try to do everything yourself. When the baby, your business that is, starts taking its first steps and wants to try new things like having a virtual assistant or it wants to record a video or it wants to be consistent in social media to help out with all of those things, then you might say, no, I can't let anyone else take care of you just yet. Someone might steal my ideas. Someone might see this. Someone might, hmm, what if, what if, what if starts to come into play. You're still too little, but maybe after we make more money, mommy will let you venture out a little. Hmm, does that sound familiar? Yeah, a lot of us have babied our businesses before. So I posed that question to you. So what are the symptoms? Well, usually the symptom is you don't get out of your own doggone way. You put up every excuse and every defense in the entire world as to why you can't do something to get out of your way and let somebody else help you in your business right? I did it for a very long time, right? And, and, and believe me, the reasons may have been valid. They may have been valid, but at the end of the day, you still need to let your business grow up because you want your business to be able to take care of you. So how do you know when you're in your own way? How do you know when you're babying your business? Well, you're babying your business when you buy books to try to figure out how to do something and, and you've been reading these books for weeks or months. It still hasn't gotten done, right? You're babying your business when you have multiple projects that you start but you never finish. And you have multiple ideas that you start but you never finish, right? You're babying your business when 
money isn't coming in. Money's not coming in because, you know, you're not marketing your business. You're not putting your business really out there. There could be two reasons for it. You really just don't know. You need better parenting skills with your business. Or two, you know, but you're not ready to let your business grow up yet. So that's kind of a symptom, right, Uh, of not making that money, letting that thing happen, okay? And then you may not have the belief level necessary. You feel like your baby Maybe it's wobbly. Remember how a baby, um, when you walk behind your baby because they're learning how to walk and you're scared they're going to fall, so you always have your hands right there uh, just a few centimeters away in case they fall. You're going to catch them uh, because you don't want them to fall. And so you've got your hands right there behind your business. You don't want it to fall. And at the same time, though, you're so close to it, you're basically holding it still. You've got to stop. You've got to stop doing that. You've got to let your business grow up, right? It's saying, Mommy, please let me grow up. Mommy, please, I want to walk. I want to go on the playground. I want to play. I want to thrive. I want to let people know who I am. I want to attract other people to me. So how do you let your your business grow up? How do you let go of the baby? How, How do you do that? Well, it's a scary situation, but you got to do it. The first thing that you have to do is that it still goes back into your belief. Do you believe your baby has the ability, your business has the ability to um, provide good quality services or products to other people? Do you believe there's a possible demand out there for what you have to offer, right? Are there others doing what you do and they're generating a fantastic income from it, but for whatever reason, you're comparing yourself too much, so you're, it's causing you to stagnate, right? So you've got to let the baby go, your business I'm talking about now, right? Your business I'm talking about, which is so very, very important. And in order to let your baby grow, it means that you sometimes have to go back to the foundation and you've got to work on your marketing strategy. You've got to have a better understanding of who your target client or target customer is, which is so very important, right? Because you can't really market when you don't know who you're marketing to. So it's important for you to understand and identify your target customer, target profile. That's going to help keep you focused, right? Very, very key. And then the other thing that you have to do is learn how to become the loving leader to your business. You've got to learn how to lead your business to the next level. You've got to learn how to collaborate with others. And you've got to learn the fact that fear might not leave you. It may not leave, but it's okay because keep moving anyway. And when you take action and you move, fear flees from you anyway. It flees from you. So, again, I want you to remember that. Sometimes you're going to have the fear. You can't wait for the fear to subside. Consider yourself driving on the road. At the top of the bridge is your car, any luxury car of your choice, by the way. Okay, and, and as you drive along the bridge as you're, of your journey, the journey is on the bridge, all of the things that are happening in between before you reach your end destination off of the bridge, right? So I want you to know that sometimes fear will be in the back seat of, the, the, of your car. But you know what you have to do? Yeah, you got it. You have to look back at fear and you have to say, hmm, put on your seatbelt because you're getting ready to go for a ride. 
and you have to keep driving anyway, and you just spin on off, right? And what fear is going to do is unbuckle its seatbelt, and it's going to fly out of the window. It's going to get the heck up on out of the window because it sees right now that you are going to take action in spite of the fear. So the answer to fear is not to wait for the fear to dissipate, to disappear. The answer is to take action anyway, and the fear will flee from you itself. It goes back to to that belief system. That belief system, it's like when you know who you are, when you say who you are and believe that you are who you say you are, no amount of fear is going to hold you back from that which you want. Right now, if you say this month I want to see a $5,000 profit, cash, all coming back to me, this is after bills have been paid, you can do it. You see, what I have learned is that many of us as women have a tendency to baby our businesses because we have a natural instinct to nurture anything that we create. Anything that we create, we have a natural tendency to nurture And so it is with our businesses. We created it. We came up with the idea. We're all excited about it. We don't want anybody else to hold the baby. We just want to keep it close to us. But it's time to let the baby grow up. This is the year that you are going to generate more sales than ever before. This is the year that you're going to generate six figures. This is the year that you're going to push towards those seven figures and go right on over to the seven-figure club. This is the year that you're going to stop procrastinating. This is the year that you're not going to write just one book but you're going to write two books, three books. You're going to do it in record time. You might write three books in less than six months. This is the year you're going to speak on the stage. This is the year that you are going to attract others to what you have. This is the year that you're going to know your worth. This is the year for you. This is the year. And no doubt about it, if you grab, grab yourself a dose of unshakable faith, If you start understanding that belief is the answer to your success, then money will flow to you. Then new customers and clients will flow to you because you're going to be taking action and pushing yourself out. And and the one thing that I, I have learned about belief that's very, very important, and I heard Bob Dahl, he is really big in the, you know, the manifestation world. One of the things he says is stop worrying about how it's going to happen and start worrying about taking the action and moving forward in agreement. That's what you've got to do. You've got to start being the queen of action. Look, I get excited every single morning because I prepare my mind for greatness. I get up and I say, good morning, girl. This morning when I got up, I said, happy Valentine's Day, girl. Happy Valentine's. Love you. Right? I thank God for allowing me to wake up another day. Right? I thank God for it because I didn't have to wake up. This is why I don't take any day for granted. This is why I am very adamant about recognizing and being grateful for everything that is around me. And then I went right into my I am worthy affirmation. I am worthy of love, peace, abundance, success, and wealth. Starting right now, I will have faith in my worth. Believe in my words, act on my words, and charge what I'm worth. 
You are who you say you are, queen. You are who you say you are. I get excited every day about all the things in my empire, but what's in my empire is not in your empire. My empire is not your empire. So what's in your empire? Are you going to start letting your baby grow up, your business that is? Are you going to start letting your business grow up, or is it going to be a toddler forever? Is your business going to just, you know, be like some overgrown adult child living in your house, and and, and you can't get rid of it, and you're frustrated because it's, it's, it's not doing what it's supposed to do? You've got to step up to the plate, and you have got to become a phenomenal leader. You have got to become that boss lady, that businesswoman that delegates things that, that's going to free her up, shorten her learning curve, and move her business faster. You're going to become that businesswoman who's going to assess her business, have an overview, and, and be willing to find the solution when she doesn't see the money coming in. She's not going to beat a dead horse and keep doing the same thing over and over again, practicing insane techniques that will never work. She's going to go ask people. People, get people to hold her hands who are where she's, she wants to be. She's going to find herself a coach. She's going to find herself an advisor, a mentor, someone that can assist her. She's going to start studying the businesses that are doing the exact thing that she wants, but they seem to be thriving, and she's behind. She's going to find out what are they doing? How are they attracting other people? She's going to find and become inspired by their techniques and try some of it, Right? She's going to start branding herself. That's what you're going to do. You're going to start branding yourself, realizing that nobody has your success DNA, and therefore that is your competitive edge. You're going to start doing more videos. You're going to start reaching out to people and practicing new forms of communication that you have not tried before. You are an incredible businesswoman, capable of generating any income you so desire. You can and you will make it happen for yourself, not next year, not in 2024 or 2025, but you're going to do it this year in 2022, and I am here to help you make it happen. I am so glad that all of you are on the show today. I truly hope that you guys have enjoyed the show um, and that you will go back and listen to the broadcasting of it so that you can slowly take notes and figure out what you need to do. Don't forget to buy your copy of the Motivation Manifesto, such an awesome book, such an awesome book. And again, of course, this is Valentine's Day. You guys know that I love you with the love of God, love you with my heart, want want so much to see you thrive and be successful. And I am wishing you all the love, the joy, the peace, the abundance that your life can hold on this Valentine's Day. So excited for all the things that are going to be coming your way this year, and I hope that you are just as excited for yourself and that you are ready to hold your hand out and claim the love, claim the success that is already prepared for you. Just think about this. Just think about this. I want you to see a table with money just pushed down, shaking over, falling off, right? And it belongs to you, but you've got to find a path leading to the the money itself. So the feast is ready. The table has been prepared, and it's time for you to feast on it. It's time for you to find out where that table is, and it's time for you to collect the money, put it in your checking account, do some investments, market and, and, and pay for some advertisement, do some things to keep the business being successful as it is, and pay happen. 
Make it happen. Come on, girl. You can do it. Much productivity to you this week. Much abundance to you this week. Love you. Again, happy Valentine's. Bye-bye.